And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM Radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and with me in studio we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. And Two we weeks also in a row. Have John Shemshun. <laughs> John the Israeli, right here on the political show with Christ politics. You got the black politics. knot two weeks in a row. And yeah. John the Israeli, <laughs> two weeks in a row. <laughs> no, right here on the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. And I just wanted to say something from the last show. Yeah. According to Black Knot, that airplane was swallowed by the building. <laughs> so all the people in there were like Johnny in the wild, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Shame. Listen to last week's show. Yes. To find out what you're talking about with 9 11. It was a very, it was a very interesting, yeah. interesting show. Yes. But this week, we're not speaking about 9 11. Or a funny matter either. No. <laughs> if you did not know, right now in New York, is it New York? Yes, it's happening in New York. Um, the 78th... Well, I don't know if it's still happening today, Friday. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it finished already. No, it's up until the 29th. Next week? Yeah. Jeez, they're really going to mess us up. <laughs> you have 100, 100 and something countries. 93. 193. Yeah. yeah. So. It's until the 29th of this month. Yeah. Um, but it's happening in New York. And it's the 78th United Nations General Assembly where we have world leaders coming together and obviously speaking UN stuff. We all know what the UN stuff are. Listen to our previous shows and you hear what the UN stuff are. But here in South Africa, our beloved, do I say beloved? Our beloved president, yes. Cyril Ramaphosa, was also speaking, was also speaking at the um, General Assembly. In fact, he was one of the first speakers. Yeah, um, no, he's week. the first guy to meet King Charles when he becomes king. Yeah. <laughs> we spoke about that before. Yeah. Now he's one of the first guys to speak at the after the, the UN General Secretary. Yeah. <laughs> Klaus Schwab is coming to meet him. Eish. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no. So we're going to be speaking about that. We're gonna, there are three key, um, three key topics that were spoken about this week that we are going to kind of analyze and give our thoughts on uh, because this is the political show. We always do that. Pastor Gabe, do you want to give a more brief explanation? Well, I mean, when you look at the news in South Africa, I mean, like on Wednesday, for example. Um, well, first of all, on Tuesday, the, the, the presidency on Twitter puts out a post about... So Ramaphosa, our president, meeting Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum. And um, surely it know that that's not going to go down well with a lot of people in South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yet he meets with him and they sit there, they take photos forever. 
And Klaus Schwab says, yeah, no, you know, we helped your guys, uh, we helped the ANC guys get into power. We helped Nelson Mandela. We trained you guys. We, we brought you into the fold. Mm-hmm. Klaus Schwab starts saying all this stuff to him. Mm-hmm. Then also Gutierrez, who's the United Nations uh, uh, Secretary General, he obviously gives a keynote address to open the whole thing. And uh, he speaks <coughs> about the need to regulate artificial intelligence. And then obviously the third thing is all the gender 2030 climate change. Yeah. Um, I feel like I need to go and get sick <laughs> in the toilet just talking about this. It's, it's, you know, it, actually, it actually makes one shiver as to what these guys are talking about. Mm. Yeah, so that is what we're going to be speaking about. It's quite interesting, as always. Um, you're going to hear everyone's thoughts. I wonder if you're going to agree, or is it going to be a debate? I'm joking. That was, that was a obviously a debate. <laughs> <laughs> right here on the political show where Christ politics is hot politics. Hot politics. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. It's active affair. Active FM radio has never been better. So this week, the United Nations General Assembly is happening, and it's the seventy-eighth session. And just just to give a brief explanation of what it is, um, the United Nations General Assembly is one of the six principal organs of the United Nations, serving at its main as its main deliberative, policy-making, and representative. Um, organ. Currently in its 78th session, its powers, composition, functions and procedures are set out in Chapter 4 of the United Nations Charter. Um, some of the countries or pre- the countries that are being represented at the General Assembly are China, France, Russia, United Kingdom, United States of America, Bolivia, Congo, this is Congo Brazzaville, uh, Estonia, Ga- Gambia, Iceland, Ireland, Serena, Serena. Well, I think it's Serena. under 93 countries yes. already. Yes. So, like in other words, it's, it's a shorter list to read out the ones who aren't there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you get it. Mm. Um, like it's Swaziland. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, and obviously South Africa. And on X, you can't call it Twitter anymore. You call it Twitter. You call it X. On, on X, the X app that was called Twitter. Yes. The link is still Twitter though. Yeah. yeah. Um, on X, our president posted um, a video. It was, there was a video that was posted on X of our president meeting... Klaus Schwab, who is the CEO of the World Economic Forum. And the founder. He's also and the founder. founder of the World Economic Forum. And he's um, related to serious Nazi figures. Yeah. From the Second World War. He's got serious Nazi ties. That's actually very Part true. of the 300 also. We're not going to discuss that because we haven't <laughs> got people. <laughs> but um, in, this, in this video that was shared on X, you not you don't really see it anywhere else. Um, I think you shared a link on Telegram. Yes, I think from, you shared. From X. From, oops, from <laughs> X. Um, from Twitter. When they meet. Twitter. <laughs> when Klaus Schwab and President Cyril Maposa meet, Klaus Schwab basically speaks and he says that 
in if I had to layman's terms. Yes. Or if I had to summarize what Klaus Schwab was basically saying, he was saying that um, he's part of the reason why ANC is in power, basically. Yes. And um, President Cyril Maposa even agreed to that and he even said he has a good memory, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that whole video? And, yeah, let's take well, it from there. What are your thoughts on that the whole The first video? thing is that the UN is really concerning me because... Because of the UN, we, no, we can no longer remember the word samaras. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, obviously, um, you know, we have our misgivings about our president. And uh, as you said, I mean, Klaus Schwab saying, yes, you're in power because of us type of thing. And he's saying, I oh, know, um, you know, it's just a samaras version of, of what's happening there. And the thing is, um, why is he so blatant? Mm. Why is it not in the news? Um, because it's, it's not just that meeting. It's what uh, the um, the Secretary General said, you know, in the in his opening remarks around the whole thing that um, we need to create a framework within which to regulate AR. We need to create another agency within the United Nations that is going to regulate AR. And, um, you know, obviously they're saying there's far too much, in quotes, detrimental information out there. We need official information about climate change. And, and obviously a huge, a huge focus of this conference is the, the ratification of the new regulations that they want to implement or the new treaty relating to the World Health Organization. Um, and for me, that is the primary goal of this particular gathering of the United Nations, is to get agreement on what that uh, treaty is going to look like. And at this point, what that treaty is going to look like is this, that if the World Health Organization declares that there's a pandemic, whatever country you're in that is signed onto that treaty, um, then the World Health Organization becomes your country's constitution. Um, if your government signs that treaty, what happens is they're signing over your nation's sovereignty to the World Health Organization. Um, you know, and, 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 and I don't see any protections. What if the World Health Organization calls a fake pandemic? You understand? There's, there's no questioning of them. And, and there's a whole lot of stuff around um, uh, combating information and also... How, how are they claiming that they're going to deal with pandemics now? Through monitoring. Since when is monitoring you using computer systems going to save you from a disease? Mm-hmm. And if you think about all of the, the talking points that went on in the COVID-19 pandemic, um, people have been conditioned into believing that if you monitor people, you can stop the spread of a disease. So then the question is, do you trust a few people like this with that much power to be honest mm. and uh, our president here in South Africa is on the forefront of fighting for this thing on a continent that is against it mm. the continent is totally against it and they cannot pass it they cannot get it through the General Assembly without Africa mm. there's over 50 nations in Africa so um, the chief talisman in terms of getting Africa to agree to this World Health Organization treaty 
is the saving president Sir Ramaphosa. He is the point man of this whole exercise. Mm. And uh, in many ways you get the sense that Ramaphosa was groomed for a time such as this. And please do not think that this is isolated, separate from anything else because this forms part of the whole Agenda 2030 framework that the United Nations is, is pushing. Mm. So climate change, Agenda 2030 and this World Health Organization treaty are the chief focus points. And let me tell you something. It's going to massively impact you in the future because what if they sign that treaty, this is what happens. The World Health Organization says, okay, there's disease X. Or should we now say disease Twitter since as they've mm-hmm. named the app. <laughs> so there's disease X. We don't know what the disease is. It's a pandemic. Okay, in order to stop the spread, you must take this vaccine. Yeah. Um, and your government then, because it's signed on the treaty, has to treat disease X in the way that the World Health Organization mandates, which means your doctor has no say, which means you have no say, which means even your government has no say. So the World Health Organization says, pop a vaccine, you pop a vaccine, and that's it. Mm. So that is the treaty that these people are looking at signing, and they keep talking about the need to work together. But... They're supposed to be dealing with um, with their nation's wishes because many of these countries are supposed to be democracies and they've never put this to the vote. Yeah. And they've never explained to people what it would entail and are the people happy with it in the respective nations. Yeah. Yeah. So they're looking to, to sign this thing in, I think, May 2024. Mm. Yeah. And replace the old World Health Organization Treaty. Yeah. Like, not what are your thoughts with what Pastor Gavin said and this whole thing with our president being on the forefront and looking at what um, the UN secretary said about AI and then also looking at the World Health Organization Treaty. Yeah, just to mention, Black Knight was telling me before the show that he reckons that the World Health Organization swallowed the plane. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, uh, just So just to start, I just want to say, so the fact that um, our president and, and Klaus were busy saying, like bragging about him having a good memory, that's what. Also, uh, yeah, offline, me and Pastor Kevin, I was just saying that Klaus Schwab is also probably going to get old like Biden and forget, hence why he's loosely saying such things on camera. Um, yeah, so that's where that was coming from. It's like these two old guys are meeting and for them what's super awesome is you have a good memory and... Yeah, it's not good things that was were being Look, said. Look, I will there. just say one thing. <laughs> you got a, I mean, you got far more to say about our president that's good <laughs> than the president of America. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. No, at no. least our president makes sense, and at least you're thinking, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah. What yeah. is he up to? What secret? You know, you're thinking stuff. And I think like he's up to stuff. You know, and I think like he was Biden's also not up to anything. Yeah. And I think <laughs> he was so clever because he was also trying to cover what uh klaus schraub just said so that people can focus not focus on what was being said why does he need to cover it was it on his was it on his uh, on his ex handle i was gonna say twitter <laughs> obviously he knew that he'd have to because you need to have proof that whatever meeting of the you did for for the country that you publicized it it's either on the news or on on a platform like that so he he he's he obligated. Public, when he met joe biden in the west wing of the white house which is mm-hmm. not the norm 
Mm-hmm. He didn't publicize no, that. No, isn't it they have other news medias and that's their claim there of publicity? There was no media there. No, but that's how you got there to know. There was no Twitter. No, that's how you got to know that no, no, they it met. No, was just announced that he was going to meet him on the way. Yeah. Oh, by the way, he's going to meet him on the way to England for the Queen Elizabeth funeral. Uh-huh. That's it. And then they're going to say... There was no fighters. They're going to say that they told the public. The public was aware. They obviously can't say... Like, as long as they did that, that can be claimed as that thing was publicized. Why did he shove that in our faces? People? I don't know. But yeah, what, he shoved it in th- our That's faces. one thing I saw. At the end of the day, he wasn't <laughs> trying to cover anything. He says, guys, have you had enough photos? Yeah, that, that, that also. And then they chat That's also to cover. And his photos and videos... And he's meeting with Klaus Schwab who says, you will own nothing and you will be happy. <laughs> like, think about it. Who says to the to the guys who are busy taking uh, pictures and asking, have, did you, you know, like makes a joke, makes a joke either then. And we know South Africa in comedy, we are one. And no one, and no one ends his press conference. <laughs> <laughs> no one ends Rabba Pose's press conference. You get what I'm saying? So he ends his own press conference after about three and a half years. The same as Vladimir Putin. They, they talk forever. Yeah. So I think he tried to, 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 to cover what uh, Klaus Schwab said. And obviously we picked it up and... You think he tried to cover it? I think so. I believe so. In that short thing, so, I so think he was. Why, why would he shout on Twitter then? Because the he's the only one that showed it. Yeah, but it's also on the government website, right? No, but he puts it on. Yeah, but it's also but on the government website to say that. No, no, the government X handle. Uh, yeah. And oh, yes, another Twitter handle. And another thing, I think you're right. It's X Twitter, you know, like your X. And yes, the previous, like ex-wife, yeah, ex-tutor, so yeah. when you said that, I was like, actually, that's I think that's what they were trying to do. That's clever. Ex-tutor. And one day, Saroma Pose will be the ex president. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm that's, not saying when, I'm not predicting anything for elections, but yeah, but either than that, I think with this whole meeting, obviously, we we there's there's a debate that's already going on on whether to take this or not to, but I, th- I believe, like, how many, how many countries, um, oh, okay, I did check. There's 200 countries that um, have so- sovereignty. And so that means now the yeah, UN there's has... Over, there's over 200. And is there over like, 200? Like 220, yeah. Okay, so. I think I saw 200. Okay, so, so that means... Not there. Yeah, so, so I think they're going to be bullied. And China, they're going to get China to do that. To what, the African nations? The, the UN, the UN, the UN will use... Um, so you think Uganda and all of them are going to be bullied? I think so. I think that's what... Go, well, that's what's what's is the DRC going to be bullied? The DRC? Like, check, yeah. 100 and, 193 countries against uh, 27 countries. No, no, it's roughly. not 27. There's other 50 in Africa. In Africa? Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's other countries that are against this thing. So uh, okay, but but I think a, bu- a bullying is going to happen because also we we have a we have the AU no, no, in Africa. Is it going to succeed? The AU is against this thing. But the, the AU the is a- also no, the AU is the AU is against UN. this treaty. But the whole South Africa is standing almost alone on the African continent in support of this treaty. For real? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I thought the other countries, they, they, you have other countries in there with, with the UN Assembly also agreeing to the treaty. Not all African countries. Because I haven't, I haven't heard Most from African all, countries, uh, I think, like you've Senegal got the Arab ones on the north, the, the Mediterranean coast. Mm-hmm. There are four in South Africa. The nations in between are against. Okay, okay, okay. So no, those, that, 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 that's, why, that's why Cyril is such a strategic man. Yeah. Because he's these guys thing now. Now, what I, what I was speaking to gigs about, all right? Because, I mean, it's, it's actually quite disconcerting when you see this and you hear 
the Secretary General talking about AI and all of this sort of stuff mm. to think what these guys are going to do. Um, so I wanted to ask the Israeli, mm-hmm. seeing as he comes with one one foot from, from Vienna and the <laughs> other one in Jerusalem. Um, <laughs> we've got national elections coming up in 2024. Hmm. So who's, who, which of our parties in Saifa do you think is going to help us out here? Jeez, eh? Not, you're asking me the worst question. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, there's no party here that's for us. There's no party that's for the people. When you say us, you mean... you mean. Yeah, I'm talking about us. You mean the Living, people, right? Yeah, I mean a, a, a half-Israeli, half-Afrikaans mm. guy. <laughs> An English-speaking white savior is a colored guy, yeah? There's, there's two black guys and a Congolese lady who's also <laughs> black. <laughs> so it's like a multicultural, multiracial, multinational... I mean, we are our own United Nations here. <laughs> so for us, like the real United Nations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when we're talking about BEE, everyone except white people are black. So, <laughs> but anyway, no, uh, not, not the new BEE. <laughs> not the new one. No, you you, you got to be black, 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 black. black. Okay. Yeah, which even the blacks aren't black. Yeah, right. I was about to say like 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 uh, black nuts wearing a black shirt and it's not the same color as him. It's not even close. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I look at uh, the different the coalition that happened now. Um, uh, I I see that as being. For me, I look at Klaus Schwab's, Schwab's comment when he was he's speaking to Ramaphosa, saying that we assisted you, uh, we we pulled you into the fold, um, like what you just mentioned. Now, that that to me, it's like um, the side of South Africa that really aligns more greatly with Klaus Schwab's ideals for, like for example, the things that's happening with ESG, you know, your green scores and all that stuff, yeah, the carbon footprint. Um, environment what social governance yes correct yeah that lovely word esg it's it's it's, it's a freaking terrible thing that's happening yeah. now in america actually people yeah and and don't you think they're going to use the who treaty to enforce that yes exactly but now this is the thing within my comment so the the, the the this coalition that's happened now it looks like the strongest party of that could be the da and Cape Town is more in alignment with the ESG type of ideology than the ANC. Than the ANC. They are Ramaphosa and steroids. Yes, exactly. So, so, but Nobody the DA is, the is, is, is against. Say the moment you start seeing DA is winning anything, just you're panic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the UN's entry point. Not just black people need to panic. Yeah. That apartheid's against everyone. Yeah. <laughs> everyone will need a dorm pass. I think in the conversation that we were having with with Pastor earlier, um, one of the questions while we were speaking about the different parties, and what I was saying is that all the parties obviously kind of have their own agenda, but they speak like South Africans. The one party that doesn't speak like the people of South Africa is the DA. In a lot of the decisions that they're making, whatever, they don't consider what other South, what the South African citizens consider, mm. and I think that's the scary thing about the well, DA. Well, I think I think if you hear a lot of people speaking about Cape Town, Cape yeah. Town, on how Cape Town is like its own country already, when you go there, it's different from it any really. part of South Africa, yeah. and then already you can tell that the DA is kind of like. Not mm. South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> it's also very European yeah. culture. Yeah. 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 But, but but also not only European as in like like bad, but European as in ESG. We want to take over the world and kill all okay, the wait, people. Okay, wait. So you're saying <laughs> European culture. Okay, so I want to just ask you. 
So obviously now I saw some videos from Italy where there's towns where they've got these migrants from Africa. Yeah. And there's way more of them than the local residents. Mm. So are you saying that Guguletu and Mitchell's Plain and all of those areas are migrants? Like in, in, in Cape Town? In, yeah, in mm. Europe. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're included. Yeah, no, no, don't answer that question. Next <laughs> <week is. laughs> yeah, but, no, look, this, uh, this is the thing that I, the, 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 the point I'm coming to is, is that I don't think it matters whether or not uh, Klaus Schwab is speaking to Ramaphosa or uh, Stianazen. Stianazen, for those who might be overseas, is the leader of the official opposition, the Democratic Alliance. Um, I, I think if he speaks to either of them, it's the same thing. And yeah. it, to me, it's starting to look like a, uh, I'll, 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 so, I'll, I'll caress you on one side of your face and slap you on the other side. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like both sides, the, the, the plan is the same. So if you look at the, the, the intentions of the DA, of the, the, now this coalition that's happened, and also now Ramaphosa's new friend um, found in, in Klaus Schwab, it looks like the agenda is coming to the same place. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you were saying Yeah. in the conversation we had. Yes. The parties are all on the same side. And then we were talking about something which we spoke on the show about before with regards to Ukraine, Russia, and BRICS versus the other guys. So you have BRICS. I mean, think about this now. You have BRICS, right? Yeah, in August. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right after that, you have the G20. Mm. Right after that, you have the United Nations. Assembly, yeah. But these acts are all, if you look at it, even the alternative media like Bitshoot, mm. BRICS is coming up against America and Europe. Eh? The BRICS nations want to take over. Mm. Do they? Mm-hmm. I think that that was going to be... Black not, do they? No, not obviously. I think well, that, they're on the same side. Yeah, that was going to be my point with this whole thing of these countries coming together, is that we here in South Africa had that whole BRICS summit happening and we were all celebrating that it's going to be good for South Africa and we are... Um, living relationships or ties um, with, in terms of our economy with, with America. Mm. But here we are in New York and meeting in New York. But, you know, like we need to have a problem with America. But now With we one are. of the characters from one of those James <laughs> Bond movies. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, <laughs> it's like the same thing. The same thing we are seeing with our politics where these parties have to be against each other. But next thing you know, you see... Um, um, the 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 third lead, um, the third um opposition party, which is the EFF, um, going economic to, freedom fighters. Uh, yes, going to meet with the, going to meet with the ex president of the ANC, um, Jacob Zuma. Yes, but you're used to fights. Like, what the heck is going on? So yeah, this that's that's what's happening. And he's friends with people right that now. are in Afri Forum. Yeah, so the Afri Forum's Afrikaans, you know, forum. So that's supposed to be the enemies of Julius Malema. Yeah. And uh, they're supposed to be representing the farmers. But some of Julius Malema's friends are in Africa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting to see all of these countries coming together. Mm-hmm. And outside, outside this whole United Nation, they act like they're fighting or whatever the case is. But in this United Nation thing, they're actually united. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. crazy. So seeing. Can I tell you how crazy Serbian politics is? Yeah. Julius Malema at this uh, celebration thing. That, now, that was the EFF celebration, the full soccer city where the 2010 World Cup final was. Then you have BRICS. Then you have G20. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, but he says, he sings, kill the boy, kill the farmer. Pa, 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 pa. You know what I mean? Does all of that stuff. But he's a farmer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he owns two game farms that I know of. 
guess after saying that shoot himself <laughs> <laughs> yeah um just one last question or one li- last uh round of thoughts and stuff will be so what exactly is happening because i think in the conversation we had earlier i think also had a conversation with the black knight is that there's a lot of fidgeting that is happening in the background like a lot of well, fidgeting. well all i'm seeing i'm and seeing agenda 2030 mm. i'm seeing the world health organization treaty yeah I'm seeing all these legal instruments being put in place mm. to create a certain type of world. Mm. They're talking about AI and creating regulation for that. Mm. And then I'm seeing within South Africa, all these pieces of legislation coming in together to cause the same control. Yeah. So would you say that there is, I think everyone can answer this question, would you say that there is some sort of social conditioning that is happening to pre- prepare people for Agenda 2030? Well, I, um, and it's starting to take place now. It's been taking place for a long time, that. Yeah. So the whole climate change thing. But right now, what's going on with putting these legal instruments together, Yeah. there's zero coverage, either in terms of laws being passed within South Africa, within the Soviet media, mm-hmm. and also with what's actually going on at the United Nations, there's zero coverage in our press. So, for example, one of the things that I saw was that on Wednesday, well, on Tuesday night, we had our first thunderstorm. So one of the main... One of the main articles was major thunderstorms lashed Johannesburg and Pretoria and the other parts of Gauteng. Mm. And it wasn't that major. Mm. It was a thunderstorm. Now, thunderstorms, in, 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 when you go late September into October, November, are commonplace here, especially late night ones. Mm. So mm. they've got nonsense articles like that. Or they, 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 they now all of a sudden, this same week, uh, accusations come out about that YouTuber Russell Brand, who used to be a comedian, Okay, so all of those things happen and there's nothing about these things that are going to change our world. Mm. So I think at the moment there, there is conditioning that happens, but at the same time when they're actually putting the legal instruments in place, they don't focus on it. And they, 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 so most people are unaware of actually what, what a monumentous event is actually taking place right now in New York. Which makes in September me very 2023. Uncomfortable. It, I, 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 there's some. I keep saying there's something that's brewing, and it's not. I'm not comfortable. I'm not. It's, it's a lot. Black Knight. What are your thoughts? Um, I think obviously what, like Pastor Kevin said, what what has always been happening, um, is centralization. That's what's happening. Where every where the whole. You know, we we had we had um, your capitalism, which. Com- communism came as as the opponent but that's how that i think that's how um something stays alive that's how a battery runs a battery runs on plus and minus so you do need competition but you still the head honcho of the whole thing so capitalism has, has always been been the ideal um i think that's what has been um that's what's being ran whereby everything needs to be centralized and obviously the big capitalist uh, capitalists which are which um you you these ranks just like the pyramid scheme because that's how they work they work with the pyramid scheme these ranks our presidents your rich people all of these guys are like they're at the bottom and then as you go about the pyramid scheme there's the richer and the richer and the richer and then you get your really really you know what i mean like your crazy crazy rich like i'll buy you and your whole country rich people um which are your um rod charles your um um, Rockefellers. Rockefellers, those guys, those, those, those are the real 
rich people running controlling countries um controlling and you presidents. never see them in the news and you never hear anything about them you get what i'm saying and obviously with this whole agenda 2030 yes the goal is tw- um 2030 but obviously if they don't get to the 2030 like i think we have mentioned on the show they're gonna have to push it forward and maybe add another 30 years but one thing for sure they are like getting to the goal bit by bit it's actually slow for what they actually hoping for but since since world wars and whatever whenever this whole um um uh, club of rome met and started this thing they've they've been like pushing step by step i think also something the bible will speak about that about satan like come creeps in like step by step step by next thing you know boom he's taken over you just like that and i think that's what's really happening here with the un even if we they don't catch us now in 2030 they're going to go for other years and a new generation and step by step you know what i mean because also they've also changed our lives no lie like um lockdowns we actually fear them now back like 10 years back or 20 years back say lockdown that'll be like a weird concept to me but now look we actually know lockdowns mm-hmm. what's going to happen to the next generation a lockdown will be a normal thing you know that's how we obviously that's in the treaty that's how we respond to a crisis lockdowns yeah. Yeah. like how if you respond like I, I, I would go to school and get jabs and i wouldn't have a problem my grand would tell me to go and get jabbed because they're protecting flu and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i think it's obviously normalize everything, but at the end of the day, I think the goal is to centralize so that we can get total control. Yeah, John. How much? I just look at it as um, there. So there are people who uh, greed. So it, it comes down to greed. I think that um, there are people that um, are so greedy that they want to see what is the extent of what they can own, what they can have, what they the power that they can attain. And um, like you mentioned just now about Satan, I think that is the epitome. But then just to bring it down to like a surface level, um, like there's a saying that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. In Hebrew, it's a little bit different. Its value is in the, in the eye of the beholder. So where's the value? In what it is that's seen or the one who sees? And um, I think that what, this, what, what Klaus Schwab has done and also all his affiliates and that has made us to believe that value is in stuff and all the while we are the value and that that's what they're looking at so they're looking at us while we're looking at stuff so um i, I don't know i look at that and i'm, I'm like that that's what they want they want to own us mm-hmm. they're no longer looking at stuff planes and airplanes and all their habits that's not that's no longer anything what can we do now with human resources and i think that is the the master plan for this and obviously we can go into the spiritual aspect of that but then on a physical thing that's what it looks like yeah in galatians 3 verse 27 to 28 it says and all who have and all who have been united with christ in baptism have put on christ like putting putting on new clothes there is no jew there is no longer jew or gentile slave or free male and female for you are all one in christ jesus gigs when we were talking earlier what I said was when I look at this, I mean, say, say before this World Health Organization treaty was ratified and say the ANC was knocked out of power, the people who are going to take over are probably going to be even more willing to mm. sign the treaty. So yeah. if you look from a political perspective going forward, um, it doesn't look good. Um, and I think if people are awake, they'll be 
very perturbed. And what that shows us is how much we need Jesus, how much we need the mind of Christ. And in terms of what those verses are saying, you know, when, when we come to Jesus, he gives us a new mind. And the reality is you cannot put your trust in this world. Um, you know, obviously both Black Knight and the Israeli touched on it. And that is there's a mastermind behind what these people are doing. They think they're doing their own plans. But they're doing the bidding, I believe, of the enemy. Yeah. And he's pulling all of these things together. But the enemy is a defeated foe. And, uh, you know, everything that happens will be used for good for those who love God. Mm-hmm. He will work all things for good. Amen. And, and, and we, we need to put our hope in Jesus. And uh, if we do that, then um, who knows how we'll overcome and to what extent we'll overcome. Yeah. Because uh, at the end, we know that Jesus is victorious. And we've, we've already seen enough things in our own lives and in the world up until now. Um, as to the fact that um, Jesus is victorious and he will be victorious mm. and in him we have victory. Yeah. So I want to encourage people, if you're going to look to the world for your source, for your sustenance, for anything, you're in trouble. Mm. But if you look to Jesus, you've got everlasting hope. Yeah. Mm.